Kitchen, nice boys, Gordon Ramsay is our dad. Kitchen, nice boys, Gordon Ramsay is our dad. Welcome to Kitchen Nice Boys, a Kitchen Nightmares recap podcast. I'm the eighth wonder of the world, Austin Jones. And I'm Shane. <laughs> oh, what if I just didn't say anything? <laughs> I was trying to see if I could fit in how to do like H to the Izzo, V to the Izze, but it just wasn't getting there. A U to the Izz. Yeah. I to the N. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to workshop it. I couldn't get it there. What's up, buddy? Buddy, I just watched an episode of Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real exciting one, huh? <laughs> I actually really enjoyed this one. Yeah, it was all right. I yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in 20 minutes. It'll be fine. Yeah, wait wait till 20 <laughs> minutes is up. What's um? I've been thinking about our theme song. Okay. And wouldn't it be so much more spicy if it was I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain? I think you're right. <laughs> it would be a much different podcast. If like it just started like, let's go, girls. What would people think? Um, they probably think that this was a Shania Twain podcast. <laughs> Do we which <laughs> Let's just change our whole format right now. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Shania Twain podcast. Uh, I'm Shania Twain's second biggest fan. And I'm the third biggest fan. I think Shania Twain is her first biggest fan. What's also, sh- the name of our podcast <laughs> will be uh, I Feel Like a Nice Boy. I Feel Like a Nice Boy. What's um? What's Shania Twain up to these days? I don't know. Probably ripping things in half. Mm. Ripping them in twain. Folks, we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. I'm Shane Edsko. <laughs> <laughs> we could retire from podcasting now with that joke. Every time we do a corny joke, we just pretend to cut the episode off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry about that big, nasty cuss in episode two. <laughs> We're out of here. That's a wrap. Man, do you have any? the good old boys. Do you have any um theme song ideas? Yes. Um, forgot about Dre by Dr. Dre and Eminem. Mm. Mm. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say because nothing comes out when they move the lips. Just a bunch of gibberish and cuss word acting. They forgot about Dre. They forgot about Dre. I think I feel like a woman could be the next big thing in just the world today. I think more like you think it's gonna like make like a like a turn like a comeback like a turnaround. I think so. I think like end of twenty eighteen, like fall twenty eighteen, is I feel like a woman. I think it's gonna hit big on the shelves. I think it, it's gonna do a re release, like when um Journey hit number one when Glee came out. Correct. Like the same kind of concept. I'm a big rock and roll fan. I was looking up the song Rock You Like a Hurricane on my Apple Music, and what came up is Rock You Like a Hurricane from the Stranger Things soundtrack. And I was like, that's cool, but I want it from Love at First Sting, the Scorpion's first album. <laughs> right, as any, as any normal boy would want. 
is any void. Rock you like a hur- hurricane. That loves a scorpion would want. I saw a uh, like Instagram story from this celebrity, and he was like outside, and he was filming this thing, and there was a big box of scorpions, and then it was just <laughs> the only thing that was going on was da na na da na da da da. It was just playing Rocky like a hurricane in the background. Yeah. And it made so me, cool. yeah, it made me laugh so much. <laughs> just I love that. Yeah, just dumb That's a stuff. Good bit. We could do forgot about Dre, but I don't feel like that translates for us as well as I feel like a woman does. <laughs> so, are you trying to tell us something? Like, do you feel like a woman? No, but think about like, you, like you and me, and like what we're into, and then let's just think about the lyrics of "I feel like a woman." I'm going out tonight. And I'm feeling all right, and I'm gonna let it all hang out. Like that's that's a thing we do. Uh, yeah, it's but that's because we're fat guys, not because we're women. We let our sh- shirts hang out from underneath <laughs> our bellies, hang out from underneath our shirts. Is what we do. <laughs> we let it all hang out. It's from the album, from Shania Twain's third studio album, "Come On Over." Going out tonight, let it all. I want to make some noise, really raise my voice. Yeah, I want to scream and shout is the next line. Okay. Do you ever feel like yelling? Yeah, most of the time. Just not right now. Just <laughs> just when we're out and letting it all hang out when we're out at so night tonight. One, once you let it all hang out, then you feel like yelling. Because mm. usually I'm just frustrated that my shirt doesn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> no inhibitions. Make no conditions. This is a two X. This is the last time I wash anything on high heat again. I have to let my shirts hang dry. Get a little out of line. She says, I ain't gonna act politically correct. I only wanna have a good time. So she's going out tonight. Yeah. Feeling alright. Gonna let my shirts hang dry. Let's rewrite I Feel Like a Woman to, okay, so do we want to rewrite it to talk about making, like, having nice shirts? Yes. Mm. Going out tonight, feeling all right, letting my my shirt hang dry, getting some starch, spray it on my shirt, and I'm going to iron my shirt. Use bounce in the wash. Use a little self dry. I am feeling really good, really, really fine. Uh uh oh, going crazy, a little hazy. Crisp shirt, girls that hurt. Oh uh uh oh, did you ever think that you would wear a shirt that smells? I hey, like girls, that. I really like this shirt. I I feel like that was really strong all the way through until I <laughs> the last part. I kind of. Uh, Pooped in the bed. No, I like the chorus. I think it was good. Okay, so verse two <laughs> says the girls need a break. Tonight we're going to take the chance to get out on the town. We don't need romance. We only want to dance. We're going to let our hair hang down. All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got Let's it. hear it. I got it. I got it. Okay. So you said what was the first line? The girls need a break. My dogs need a break. I'm feeling like. When I step, the earthquakes? No, because then I'm just saying I'm too fat. I need a break. My shirt smell like... 
I want a chocolate shake. I want to stay away from. Some, I think what I in my head I was like, I'm going to Walmart. I got a nice shirt. The brand that is named George. Fourteen ninety five. It's a button fly. Makes me feel like I'm gorgeous. I would just say George again. <laughs> I was gonna go gorgeous, but I like what you said. <laughs> gonna feel just like George. <laughs> the best thing about being a George man is, <laughs> <laughs> is I wear shirts that only a George can. <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't know where this whole bit was gonna go, and I didn't believe in it at first. But now I'm in love. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I'm crying. (laughs) So uh, our hits coming out this this week. I feel like a George man. So whatever you guys wanna. Let us know if you want to hear it. We'll put it on our Slipknot album. Did we talk about that? No, did we? I, we... I feel like uh, we we just talked about that in life. We never like talked about it on the podcast. Or maybe we talked about it on an episode that we had to delete or something. I think you're right. We we had the idea of making... Well, you when you came here, I was like fooling around on the guitar and just playing this soft crap. And then you started singing... Slipknot's the lyrics to uh, <laughs> yeah. Psychosocial. Yeah, by the band Slipknot. Um, and we thought, wouldn't it be great if Slipknot had like a worship album, just like all Slipknot songs, <laughs> but just but like, like yeah, really slow builds and like ambient tones and <laughs> Slipknot lyrics. If Hillsong did it, you know, just like that kind of thing is what we wanted to shoot for. Um, uh, we're gonna name it Slip Slipknot uh, Young and Free. We're gonna name it uh, <laughs> Slip Song. Uh, just slip song, <laughs> slip song, wild and crazy boy. Uh, but it would be fun. Slip song, George man. <laughs> I feel like a George man is gonna be on our <laughs> slip song album. <laughs> oh goodness! We joke right now, mm-hmm. but I hope you know. As soon as this is over, I'm writing down those lyrics, and I will workshop the lyrics to feel like a George man because that's all I want to do now. <laughs> um. I, I've been I, I love celebrities. I've been paying a lot of attention to them in the media. And like there's two celebrities that I love who are just stupid, but they're so real and they're so fun. And that's DJ Khaled, because we talked about him a couple weeks ago. And just the Enigma Cardi B. Just everything that they do <laughs> I love and I can't help it. I love that too. I I, I really like Cardi B. I think she's got a very hilarious and infectious personality but it's also like her biggest downfall speak um she's a real dumb idiot <laughs> she's not smart at books mm, well i think cardi b's probably illiterate if i had to just like take a wild guess no you know we're not talking about like floyd mayweather you know Car- i mean she no. she got bars we're like we're talking like fantasia from American Idol were like, I can't read my contracts because I can't read, but I got a real good voice about it. Hmm. I, I don't know, man. The other thing, I, I love those two celebrities, ironically. Everything DJ, have you seen like on YouTube? Go look it up if you can. It's DJ Khaled's, not you, just the listeners out there and the studio audience. Look it up. 
uh, DJ Khaled does this like promote like inspirational speech on YouTube. You just type in like DJ Khaled inspirational <laughs> speech. Nice. Yeah. And he yeah. says stuff like, uh, he's like, "You smart. You important. You, is, you important. You yeah. is smart." He's like, "You loyal." And then he says stuff like, uh, he's I like, like that. You can take the door off the hinges and put it in the boy's hands. You can t- take the hinges and put it in the hands. And he's like, this next part, this is for when you're doing push-ups and you just need a little extra push. Another one. Another one. Another one. <laughs> and he and says then he that spends the next eight minutes saying another one. <laughs> he says he does it for like forty five seconds. <laughs> <He's Yeah>. like, <laughs> no another joke. one. Another one. And um oh man, DJ Collett. He's he what a kooky boy. Uh but I was kind of like trying to find a different perspective on celebrity meltdowns and like why we're so attracted to it. I think I think celebrities are quote unquote supposed to be like perfect of all of us or at least that's the way society betrays him so when they have a a normal human being meltdown like 2007 britney people lose them well maybe not that's maybe not be like the most that's normal like an actual meltdown <laughs> yeah that's not like a like a everyday meltdown one of my least favorite things is like people that hate just for the sake of hate on the internet just like just to be an idiot and it makes me like it makes you just like so disappointed in the world we live in. But like I follow this guy, he's an artist on Instagram and he does he's like amazing at Photoshop. Well, there's a rumor that Zendaya or Zendaya is gonna be playing the new Little Mermaid in the live action Little Mermaid movie. Um mm-hmm. and people were like, he you know, he does this like cool Photoshop of her as, you know, Ariel. And people are like flipping tits, like, oh, why does she have to be black? And like saying, like, like just going off, dude, like on an artist's Instagram page. And it's like, that's insane. Yeah. It's like, if you're hating just to hate, get, do you know what you did before we had the internet? You got over it. Like, you didn't say anything to anybody. Like, hey, I want some realism in my talking fish movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, but. Uh, despite the fact that she's an amazing actress and singer, you know, people are complaining, well, she doesn't have red hair. And it's, it's like, dude, get, get over yourself, man. Neither Don't- did, neither did, uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst and Mary, Mary Jane, but people were cool with that because she was a Caucasian. People like complain, man. I hate that the internet makes people so brave just to like say whatever they want to say. You shouldn't be able to just talk to people however you want to talk to people. I do. Yeah. But I'm also a nice boy. Uh, give me an example. Okay, so like, say, like, the, the other day this guy at work was just like, just talking a bunch of trash, and I was like, and I was like, I won't say his real name, let's call him uh, Rick McGill. Yeah. And and uh, he was just going, and I was like, shut up, Rick, nobody cares about what you have to say. And everyone was like, oh. And then like he walked away, <laughs> and and then like later he came up to me. He's like, "People really not care about what I say." I was like, "Like yeah, I'm like you're kind of negative, Rick McGill. Like maybe if you were nicer to people, people would take you more seriously." And he's like, "That's a really good point." And I hope that I had made Rick McGill a better person and a better Honda dealer. You know, <laughs> he did have issues with his leg. He can't race anymore, so. And that was his life's passion. So I would, you know, I understand being a negative guy, but you can't live in the past, you know, Rick. You got to get out of it, man. 
Like yeah. Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you ever you ever wish you could just go back? I used to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Coach would have just put me in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in a mansion somewhere soaking it up in a hot tub with my soulmate. <laughs> what a great character. What I a love Uncle Rico. What a movie for just good characters. Like just solid character work is all that movie is. That's yeah, that's the movie. It's like everyone in that movie is playing someone that's definitely not who they are in real life. Except for like maybe Pedro. <laughs> I don't think John Heater does get on uh Xbox and like pretend to be Napoleon Dynamite and stuff from what I've heard. I think that's great. <laughs> Wouldn't you, though? Like, if you were a celebrity and you played an iconic character, you would pretend to be that character? It's kind of like like, uh, Johnny Depp, like, goes comes to Disney parks, like, almost every Halloween. And then, like, he's like, I'm just going to be Jack Sparrow on the parade tonight. And everyone's like, okay, Johnny Depp, whatever you say, bud. (laughs) Like, What does the actor who's supposed to be Jack Sparrow that night do? (laughs) You're like, cool, Johnny Depp's here. Also, I don't get paid today. Uh, he but he's like method about it, and he was like spending the entire day like <laughs> trying to get into character. Yeah. And then he like is like, what do I, what do I do now? He's walking around just under his breath. Compass, 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 my compass. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like. Hey Phil. Tortuga. Hey Phil, I got a jar of that. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, oh, it's easier for Phil to stay in character today. <laughs> We're in a Chipotle, Phil. <laughs> We're Why in- are you shouting compass? We're in the underground subway, Phil. You can't get rum on your sandwich. <laughs> oh um, can I get Tortuga on it? No, you can't get Tortuga on your sandwich. That's a place. <laughs> well- <laughs> Why is the rum always gone? You're drinking sweet tea, man. You need to chill out. <laughs> you have a foam cup of sweet tea. <laughs> it's it's not a stein full of rum. And it's gone because you drank it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Phil. Oh, compass, 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 compass. <laughs> <laughs> tell me that story that you were going to tell me yesterday, but you didn't tell me about your pastor and stuff. Mm. I impressed him by knowing a lot about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Um, (laughs) which is a weird thing to say. Uh, (laughs) But it's also like something you know a lot about. I do know a lot about Dwayne. You could probably get like a PhD in Dwayne. (laughs) I think we were talking about it last night. Like I I call him Dwayne because I... uh, I talk about him so much, I just feel like I'm on a first-name basis with him. And that's, you know, he's real (laughs) close to me. But when I first got back into wrestling, after watching, you know, wrestling for a little while, the first thing I went and bought was, like, all the rock, excuse me, like, DVDs they had. All the DVD sets of Dwayne, you know, the most electrifying man of sports entertainment. I used to come in to Chick-fil-A on Saturdays with my replica belt, and I would have my rock action figure. And I, I would like study just for like two hours of like Dwayne interviews to talk like him and do his lines and all that dumb stuff. 
Uh, but I, so funny, I can't remember how we started talking about it, but they, they were like, we were all in a the circle. They were talking about The Rock, and they were saying stuff. I was like, uh, no, actually this, uh, and then this. And then they were like, you know, why, you know, he played football, right? It's like, yeah, he played at the University of Miami. Well, he didn't actually play, but he won a ring, you know? And I'm just, like, saying just, like, dumb stuff about The Rock. Uh, and then they were asking about, like, how he got into wrestling. I was like, I'm not quite sure. They're like, was his family wrestlers? I was like, yeah, his dad was this old man, Rocky Johnson, and his grandpa was <laughs> High Chief Peter Maivia. <laughs> and I was like, and his grandpa was actually a Samoan chief before he came over and started wrestling. And they're like, wow, you sure do know a lot about The Rock. I was like, I, I love Dwayne. I get post notifications from him anytime he posts anything on social media. Like, I, <laughs> I love Dwayne. <laughs> I have a lot of knowledge in Dwayne. I keep up with Dwayne a lot. And he was just impressed. I knew a lot about Dwayne. He's like, have you seen his shoes? I was like, yeah, they sold out in a day. I couldn't even buy any. A headphones sold out in a week. <laughs> <laughs> and he's developing a new sweat rag. Did you know that? <laughs> no, but I do now, and I'm intrigued. He's developing a workout rag that when you wipe your sweat off, the sweat moves to the other side of the rag. So anytime you wipe your faces or whatever it's always dry here's the thing if anybody's gonna know how to develop a sweat rag it's a sweaty sweaty boy like Dwayne the Rock Johnson it's gonna be the man that has his gym shipped to everywhere that he shoots his movies (laughs) so he can work out so he can get some pumps in before his good good scenes he does what is it before like Every day he's already worked out for four hours, right? Um, I don't. I know that when he shot for Hercules, he got up every morning and did fifty-five minutes of cardio, and then like an hour and a half to two hours of just lifting weights. That's before three hours of makeup and then shooting all day and then doing it like all over again. <laughs> Can we just talk about? He did like that crazy like diet and everything. Everybody knows about that. Um, during Hercules. Yeah, he just like ate fish and rice basically and broccoli. Like that's all he and, like, ate. Like seven yeah. seven meals. Seven or eight times a day. So he was just like anytime he wasn't pumping iron, he was like eating a Tupperware of like rice and broccoli and fish. The funny part about that movie is he's wearing a breastplate through like 95% of the movie. You don't even really see him like fully like rocked out, you know what I mean? At the end of it, you do. And may I say, that's a pretty good movie. I did enjoy that movie. I like the take on Hercules where he's not like, like maybe he is a, a god, maybe he's not a god, but I really like that. I thought it was an interesting idea. So I also Dwayne. And so mostly Dwayne just gets it done for me. Right. <laughs> What's your favorite Dwayne film? Mm, I love walking tall but at, that's a remake but i also like love faster do you know which one that one is with billy bob thornton yeah that one's really good where he hunts down the guys that like killed his brother or whatever it's such a good movie yeah <laughs> walking tall is the one where he carries around a two by four right and he's like Cur- a private investigator or something he was uh a guy in the military that came to his hometown which was like infested by drugs or whatever uh and then like he get the guys at the casino like they carve his body up with like a box cutter, like his whole chest and everything. Shoot. After that, he runs for sheriff of the town and becomes sheriff and tries to take down, yeah, this like drug boys. That sounds dope. Sure do love Dwayne. All right. Well, 
on to our next Dwayne centered media, uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Well, it is. It is. Re- this episode is related to wrestling because the restaurant is Michelle McCool's um, <laughs> uh, Irish pub. Yeah, and Michelle McCool is the wife of uh, Mark Calloway. Yeah, who is um, Mark? Mark Calloway's been wrestling for a long time. Yeah, Mark Calloway has been wrestling for what? Almost thirty years at this point. Good lord! Yes, almost thirty years. It's like twenty eight years, something crazy <clears throat> like that. He went through a lot of like changes of character too. Yeah, like first he was the Undertaker, mm. then he was a uh, motorcycle boy. Well, before he was-, he was motorcycle boy, he so like there's Undertaker, and then there's. Uh, okay, so there's like different iterations of the Undertaker. Like, oh, I thought we were doing a bit, but now we're talking about the Undertaker. All right, well, I'm I, in, let's go. I thought I wanted the bit, but then I, I <laughs> but then I remembered how much I respect the Undertaker as a wrestler, <laughs> and I just want to talk about him. The he was the Undertaker, and this is like like if you remember like a classic like real this life Undertaker. This is when like wrestling was like a cartoon and the characters were like over the top. It was ninety two or ninety three, right? When he debuted? Ninety three. Ninety three. Um I know that. God, I love wrestling. <laughs> uh and it, he like he's like he's got a tie on. He's just got like a black dress shirt with the sleeves ripped off, black slacks. Like purple tie. Purple gloves. Yeah. Just like classic. Just like what a real Undertaker might look like if he lost his sleeves. Just like that, you know. <laughs> Somebody um, stole my sleeves. I should have bought this at Walmart because I'm a George man now. <laughs> Slowly that transformed into, like, it just got, like, more progressive Undertaker. Like, just darker. He started, darker, like, filling yeah. up his body with tattoos. And he lost a tie and lost the gloves. And he was just a bad, bad man. Then his hair was red for a second. Red. Yeah. His hair was like when when Mark Calloway first like the first That's iteration right. of the Undertaker, his hair was like dyed red. Oh, correct. 100%. Yeah. And then um it was like a dark red. It was like how my hair kind of looks a little bit. So, at this point, he's developed into like this character who's like an undead wizard. Like he can <laughs> He can do magics and summon lightnings and fires, and he's the Undertaker. Then right. he starts working with the the corporate the corporation with Vince McMahon, and he yeah. he becomes like this like satanic cult leader kind of guy that he does all of his like promos in Latin and <laughs> really dark and like scary <laughs> vignettes that I'm still a little scared of. He really did try to like. Uh, like crucify people on his Undertaker tee <laughs> and sacrifice them. <laughs> it was a real weird time for wrestling. Then he became the the American Bad Boy, American Bad Anus, uh, Mark Calloway, where he rode motorcycles and came out but to the, Limp Biscuit. And then later, Kid Rock. So he got both of the he got both of the. The best music of its of the era, <laughs> best music of the nineties. He said, uh, "Hey, can I get the two best musicians to play my theme song, please?" <laughs> and they were happy to oblige because they, even though they were so busy in nineteen ninety eight to two thousand one, that was probably like the heat of passion for <laughs> Limp Biscuit and uh, 
and children rock and roll. Then Undertaker goes away for a little while, and he comes back as the dead man. Just, you know, the Undertaker, dead boy. and uh, He's dark again. He looks really cool. He wears a singlet now. Yeah. It, it's got like a, a satanic ram on the side of it. And then um, ever since then, he just came back as just like iterations of the dead man. Yeah, pretty much. And we all thought, so like there, like last year's WrestleMania, um, there was a a, a program where John Cena was like calling him a little 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 wimp. Yeah, and like he kept calling him out. And Wimp's so, a good word. Yeah, because that's not what he called him. Yeah, he actually said weenie, but we don't want to say that. So he called him a wimp. We're trying not to cuss on this show since episode two. We're trying to not do cussing. We're trying not to cuss and talk about our dad being a leader of the devil as much. So, Why can't we talk about him being a leader of the devil? I think he just gets self-conscious about it, you know, and I don't want to, like, hurt his feelings because if or the, anything. Because if he ever actually listens to this show, we don't want him, we want him to retweet it. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big thing. Uh yeah, he had a program with John Cena, and uh, they like made it seem like Undertaker wasn't going to be at WrestleMania. We all th- so uh, Children Rock was inducted into the Hall of uh, Hall of Big Wrestle Boys, mm-hmm. and so we all thought that uh, he was going to that uh, he was going to be the bad he was boy, again. be the American bad anus. He Kid, wasn't. Because Kid Rock's a bigot. Because Kid Rock said some racist stuff the night before. Naturally. So they had to change their plan really quick. So he came back as the dead man. Because it later came out that that was the original plan, that he was going to come out on a motorcycle and he was going to be uh, an iteration, like a darker version of the American bad anus. Anyway, so uh, his wife owns Finn McCool's. Um, and that's why we're here. That's why we're here. It's in the Hamptons. Does anyone even know where the Hamptons is? Uh, it's somewhere near Wisconsin. Nice. The that's Hamptons. What I've learned. <laughs> He's like there in off season, so it's not like beach time. It's not like uh, all the f- the fun time. And it's they the say winter. they say it's a ghost town. And the, all the ghosts are there. Uh, the ghost of Captain Cutler is there. The um, ghost of Christmas pants. The creepers there. Uh, M- Minor Forty Niners there. Um, the Ten Thousand Volt Ghost is there. The the Tar Monster. They're all in town that weekend. Just all the good ghosts. All the oh Scooby Doo scary boys. <laughs> Why does it keep coming back to Scooby Doo? I can't help it. I saw an opportunity <laughs> and I took it. Um, we are the premier <laughs> Gordon Ramsay, Scooby-Doo, Shania Twain podcast. We're, we're a crossover podcast between Kitchen Nightmares and Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Uh, sorry. I won't talk about Scooby-Doo no more. Um, no, please do. Because every <laughs> time you bring it up, I love it. Winslow, so you've watched Scooby Doo recently, right? Mm hmm. Yes. Watch a lot of Scooby Doo. <laughs> Where are you watching Scooby Doo? Is it on like YouTube? I'll tell you what. 
I have a jailbroke Amazon Fire Stick. And there's a jailbroke app where you can search any show in the history of shows, and it's pretty much on there. Except for Rob Deerdeck's Fantasy Factory. That wasn't on there. We had to go through some crap to watch Rob Deerdeck's Fantasy Factory. And I hated it. Uh, I had to sign into my parents' direct TV account. We couldn't hook it up to his television. We had to watch it on my computer. That wasn't as good. No. But we, we got to watch Rob Deerdeck's Fantasy Factory. I wanted to... Um, uh, I watched the episode with uh, subtitles, so I missed a lot of, like, credits and stuff. There's a producer on there whose name is Kent Weed. Uh, and I didn't, <laughs> nice. I didn't know if we could get Kent Weed on the show. Kent, if you're listening, email us at kitchennicepoys at gmail.com. We want to get you on here and talk about the show, please. Kent Weed. Miss, Mr. Weed. Can I call you Mr. Weed? Sure. We would. <laughs> <laughs> Were you playing the part of Mr. Weed? Yeah, I, I was just advocating for him. Um, what if we didn't talk about the episode? What else would we talk about? I don't know. We've been doing this for 35 minutes, and we've yet to talk about the episode. Ah, we can get into it. You want to get into it? We can run through it. It's not that. There's nothing crazy that happens. No. Um. Okay, so Michelle McCool's, Finn McCool's. Finn McCool's. Finn McCool is the coolest guy at work. I wouldn't say high school. He's just a cool guy. He's like the coolest guy at your work. Maybe. Finn McCool is like he smokes Marlboro Reds. All right, so let's get into our cast. Buddy, he's the pot, he's the dad. It's a family-owned restaurant, Finn McCool's. He's the owner. He used to be a cop, and he said he was a cop, and he was retired for twelve hours, and he slept for eight, and then he opened a restaurant. Um, that story doesn't really check out. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works, buddy. I think that he was probably lying. He's probably lying on his back after sleeping, and then maybe he dreamed of opening a restaurant. Maybe this is all a dream. Maybe we're just in the Matrix right now. Do you think that maybe this whole thing is just like a simulation? There's evidence to support it. I mean, I don't know, man. Deja vus are just a glitch in the Matrix. Deja vus? You ever heard about people who like go into comas and then live an entire life and then wake up and remember things that they lived inside their coma? Have you ever uh, heard about people drinking ayahuasca tea and then living an entire life in 20 minutes? Wow. Have you ever heard about, like, people who, like, if they rub their weenus for too long, there's, like, this weird sensation where they go into shock and feel like they're being abducted? (laughs) Do you ever hear about when people eat too many (laughs) carbohydrates and then they take a small nap? And then they dreamed that their cat was trying to eat the eat their butts. But then they wake up and they it they've never been able to explain why this happened, but there's like four rolls of unopened Ritz crackers just right on everyone's chest anytime they do <laughs> <laughs> Jason is the oldest son, he's a bar manager, and he's a snitch, and snitches get stitches. And wind up in ditches. Brian is Chef Shortcut because he makes shortcuts a lot and he's super duper cocky. Melissa is a waitress uh, or in Jen's wife. Carol's a waitress. And then we got to deal with Sue Chef Francis a little later. 
they're in debt like s- somewhere in the like hundreds of thousands. They didn't say exactly, but they owe a lot of money, and the restaurant's failing. But um, he spent his pension and his retirement opening this restaurant. Yeah, he spent a lot of money on it. Gordon, the the old man, he gets there. He drives in the car and he gets there. Um, he gives it a little room, room toot toot. Oh, uh, goes to the restaurant and says, "Wow, this place looks like a funeral home." <laughs> well, that's because it is a ghost town and it is a little spooky. The ten thousand volt ghost. <laughs> the ten thousand man. The tar monster, the ghost of Captain. Uh, there was a Scooby Doo villain. Uh, is it? There's red. They did do Redbeard, the pirate. Uh-huh. Um, I I'm gonna have to look up more Scooby Doo villains. I just named the other ones off the top of my head, and most of them are from the movie, and I don't like that. So, who's Except your favorite th- Scooby Doober villain? Oh, it's gotta be the Creeper. He's such a weirdo. Yeah, he's a real creeper. Creeper. That's what he talked about. Creeper. Jeepers. It's the creeper. He's got. (laughs) (laughs) So you just watch Scooby Doo all the time now. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Scooby Doo came out in 1969, but that's my entire childhood for some reason. (laughs) But it came out in 1969. Isn't that wild? Well, um, Cartoon Network played like. Two hours of Scooby Doo, where are you? Like a day. Oh man, they all Casey think Kasem that... <laughs> Casey Kasem still plays Shaggy. Casey I'll tell Kasem you what. Is... didn't Casey Kasem die like a couple weeks ago? I don't think so. I think Casey Kasem's dead. Um, I think you're about what? to find that out for the first time. Yeah, let's live fact check that real quick. I don't know if that's true. I will say this. He is. He does also do the voice for Shaggy in a pup named Scooby-Doo. And um, he died in 2014. He did not. Yeah. Died June 15th, 2014. Casey Kasem Casey is dead. I'm going to punch you in the head. There's no way that's true. Where have I been? What happened in 2014? That you, that you didn't know that Casey Kasem croaked that he ate the big one that he kissed de- death's door oh yeah i don't know well, if i could do this podcast bummed <laughs> <laughs> out well oh, uh, this has man. been kitchen nice boys i am uh <laughs> shane Itzko, your host what if we didn't talk about the episode we've never <laughs> we done are, it before <laughs> we're already t- what do you mean? We have to talk. That's the whole point of the podcast. What if we didn't on this one and then we didn't ever again? <laughs> no, we have to. I know. Um, what if we, <laughs> but what if we do just lie about what happens? Let's just like freestyle the rest of this episode. What if we did that? Okay, let's go. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna so, turn my I'm gonna turn my notes down and whatever happens happens. So okay. <laughs> okay. So we go into Michelle McCool's restaurant and uh, their food is real bad. And this boy makes uh makes uh, Harry boy Harry boy's pie Harry Potter pie. He <laughs> take it easy, champ. You're not <laughs> giving us all the details. Um, Harry Potter pie about it. He does make a shepherd's pie. Gordon orders a shepherd's pie. I don't know if you know this. Shepherd's pie is also Dracula's favorite food. Dracula loves shepherd's pie. 
Um, is that tr- is that real? That is a fact. That is a Dracula fact coming in hot. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, this just a Dracula fact coming in hot. <laughs> Dracula loves shepherd's pie. Uh, he orders shepherd's pie, and he orders probably crab cakes and salmon. Uh, <laughs> the crab cakes are probably frozen uh, after the, he's been told that they were fresh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I will say one thing about this actual episode, like something that's real about it. Yeah. Um, he asks about the clams, like the, the uh, fr- fried clams, and he asks if they're frozen, and she straight up says, like, yeah. Yeah, they are. They're they're frozen. All right, back to the fun episode that we're making up. <laughs> so he um he or it's real bad. The food's always bad. Rarely is it ever good. So they you know Somebody, he talks to the one of these people have a really bad attitude. Yeah, That's usually the chef. how it goes on this show. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. like cooking. There's one guy. Here's what I'm saying. I like basketball. I can probably hit like seven out of ten free throws. But if LeBron James comes up to me and says, hey, let me help you inform your technique on a free throw, I'm not going to look LeBron James in his face and say, no, the way I do free throws is better. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like all these chefs (laughs) do that to Gordon Ramsay. And this one especially. Gordon's the best in the world at cooking, and people look at him and are like, "Nah, I know what I'm doing." It's like, "Shut, shut up!" No, you don't. You don't, <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. Gordon decides to make the shepherd's pie gooder. He makes a gooder version of the shepherd's pie. He makes it. a gooder shepherd's pie, and the sh- the chef boy Brian isn't happy about it. I will say, when he was after he ate their food, after he ate the shepherd's pie, Gordon, no joke. Went into the bathroom and threw up. Like, and that this was is not gross. a bit. This is the one time we're not going to do a bit. This yeah. whole show. Is <laughs> he threw up. He, he puked. And then he went into the kitchen, and here's why. Uh, everything was real bad and greasy, and all the food was yeah. old, and the kitchen hasn't been cleaned in five ever. And w- yeah. Which is, uh, like, the recipe for a nice episode of Kitchen Nightmares. It has yeah. to. It, there's a formula <laughs> to this if you haven't figured it out. We're six episodes in. I think when uh, I went back to my notes because it makes me feel because I did write some uh, things down that are fun. like he's looking in the kitchen and like, yeah, you said it's all dirty and stuff. It always is. The kitchen's always disgusting. But Gordon says right. kitchen not- nightmare question mark. This is a kitchen disaster, which made me think what's worse, a nightmare or a disaster? <laughs> um, OK, so a nightmare is all in your mind. Hmm. And a disaster like affects a lot of people. Yeah, but that isn't the question. What's worse, a nightmare or a disaster? Would you rather be affected in your mind or have people around you affected? Okay, what's worse, nightmare on Elm Street or Twister? Shoot, man. Nightmare on Elm Street is a spooky movie. It's got a ghost boy. Twister has Helen Hunt. Also a ghost boy. (laughs) Also, a ghost boy, Bill Paxton. Also has... Rest in power, is it Bill, Bill Paxton. Is it Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton? It's Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton, because Bill Paxton did pass away. Bill Pullman is still alive. Um, Bill Paxton passed away. Also has another boy that passed away. Um, oh, shoot, what's that boy's name? Um, 
Rick McGill. Oh. He he worked at Airport Toyota with Rick McGill. Um, but it was uh, he was an actor. He's in Along Came Polly, Rain Man, Rain Dance. Um, he was in uh, he was in uh, Philip Dustin Junior. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's also in Twister. Um, do you want to hear my impression of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yes, please. That was it. <laughs> that was good. Nice. I'm I'm dead. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, so it's like nighttime, and they're making dinner or whatever. Uh, Francis is like he's the sous chef, and this is like oh my the, god, so gross. So dudes, <laughs> dudes making wings, yeah. and he's tossing the wings and the hot sauce in the bowl, and one of the wings flies out of the bowl. So he picks up the wing off of the floor, puts it in the fryer, and then puts it back in the sauce and serves it to a guest. And Gordon that witnessed man. this whole thing, and Gordon goes. Uh, what the dang crap about it? What'd you just do? And then he was like, oh, yeah, but like when you put it back in the fryer, it sanitizes it, which is not how it works. No. He just contaminated the fryer is what he just did. They need to put this man down. Take him out to the firing squad. Like, what first is he all, doing? First of all, before he, when he was trying to call him out, he's like, Francis, Francis, Francis. He's deaf. He's deaf as a bat. Francis, <laughs> he couldn't hear him. Uh, but yeah, what an idiot. He he says it. The heat sterilizes it. <laughs> Gordon says it sterilizes it. He says yeah. Gordon's like, like he just like it's the most like insane thing he's ever saw, and he can't even like r- really be mad. He he's just have, like, he's like, all right. He's like, uh, he's just like at a loss for words. Just like at the stupidity of this man. My lord. Uh, yeah, so Gordon, uh, you know, we already talked about the shepherd's pie. It's a g- good, good time. Brian makes it gooder. Another day happened, and Brian in kitchen, and he go to front. His friends are there, <laughs> and he back and forth with friend, and dad <laughs> come back, and dad tell Brian, you stay kitchen, Brian. Brian so say, say many word when few word do trick. <laughs> Brian says, no, Dad, I'm not going to my room. My friends are here. And, you know, his dad wants him to stay in the kitchen, so he gets upset and he leaves. <laughs> so that, that's it. That's it. And then this Buddy, is, Boy, this, Buddy Boy got to cook about it. Buddy Boy is in the kitchen, and it's just a mess. It's like not, they go, stay for dinner that night, and it's just a disaster. It's crazy. Next morning comes along, and, Buddy, and, uh, his, and he's back. And He's Buddy back, sa- baby. Buddy, Buddy says to him, I have a finer appreciation for you, you stupid idiot. I love you so much. <laughs> and then they open mouth kiss for 42 seconds. And then uh, they're a really close-knit family, like too close, you know? Like one of those. Yeah, that, I think that's why they fight so much. They see each other every day. It's a lot of crap, you know? I would. There's no scenario ever, ever in the world that I would ever work with my mom or my dad or my sisters. No. Here's the thing. Way would I ever 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 work with my family? 
Here's the thing. If I had to work in a restaurant with my dad and my brother, I know for sure I would be the chef. That would be me. I know that. Right. Um, I know Peyton would be the bar boy, and old Bill would just be Bill. Be, be pissed off about it. Uh, <laughs> menu overhaul. There's a Guinness Pub Burger. There's Gordon's Shepherd Pie. There's Fireman's Chicken. There's seafood chowder. Oysters on the half shell. Oyster power. <laughs> I was uh, getting ready to say oyster power. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle, Turtle power. power. Oh, man. The pedal, I don't remember the lyrics, but I remember the like tone of the lyrics. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You ever think when- of like... Like you try to think of an old song and you think about the lyrics and it's just a, uh, it's just tones. When the evil shredder attacks those turtle boys, da, 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 blah, blah, teenage me. Oh man, that's a good song. Can we yeah, put man. that in as the a- outro this episode? Yeah. I'm probably Let's... still just going to use good old boys, but yeah, we could do that. Okay, cool. Uh, you know what happens next, dude? Uh, decoration. It's, it's, well, yeah, they decorated, but there wasn't much. I mean, it didn't they look just... it, like it didn't look any different to me. No, I guess it's a little more homey. Maybe I guess I don't they know. They added some <laughs> candles. <laughs> yeah, uh, I gotta bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> they added some bloop candles. Um, it's relaunch night. And the restaurant's full. You know what that means. Yeah, it means Shane didn't come up with anything this episode because he doesn't really care today. Well, you know what? Here's the thing about this next segment of the show. It's just, it was too long. It was just so long and so stupid. It really was. And like, okay, so here's who's here. Everyone from the whole town of the Hamptons is there. It's just real busy. This episode was a chore. (laughs) It was a chore. This one was hard to get through. There were firemen there. There's a food critic that shows up. And they're she's just, like, just a great a son of a biscuit. Yeah, she's a bad word. Um, she's I. She's a girl dog about it. It's they're so busy, right? They got the new menu. There's just like uh, Brian and sous chef Francis in the back working as hard as they and can. The, the 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 fire chief is like, we're sitting here and we're waiting, and we shouldn't be waiting because. I don't know how restaurant work when they busy and I don't know that it's going to be busy and it takes forever to get a table when a lot of people go there. And so, yeah. and, and then the food critic was like, do they want a good review? Then they better get me a table. Yeah. She's the worst. It was just, and so Gordon steps in and helps them and they do good and they make money and but yeah, they don't do good either. Well, they get, they make money. It's a success. They get the food out. The people like the food and it's a good time. I hate this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this. They saved the day. You know, maybe this isn't a best one, but I, you know what? I put my name on it. it. There's some good bits. Just deal with it. We talk about The Undertaker for a while, and that's pretty cool. This is for you. It's a free podcast. So what happened next? According to realitytvrevisited.com, 
Gordon revisits the restaurant. The family relationships are better. The business is good, but uh, Buddy did have a heart attack, um, and was taking a break, and was taking a break, <laughs> and was Sorry. taking a break from the restaurant. Uh, Brian won a competition for best chowder in a chowder competition, and the reviews were positive after filming. In 2009, Buddy sold the restaurant to a dude, and the family worked there for a little while. Finn McCool's closed in 2012. Uh, since it closed, Brian opened up a restaurant named Shuckers with a childhood friend <laughs> and <laughs> has worked there and on the bay, and it had expanded into catering. Jason has been working as a courier for the catering business at Shuckers and Joe's American Grill and Bayou One. Yeah, so. Kind of some positives came out of it, even though the restaurant closed. But they didn't close till 2012, you know. So they that's, they that's, still had a pretty good run after this one run. off. I'm sure they like and like like it said he like he sold the restaurant, so it wasn't his problem anymore. Yeah, but uh, we forgot to mention it. There was a point where Gordon sat down with Buddy, and Buddy was saying that they were losing like five thousand dollars. You know, a week, four to and five. He didn't pay himself a paycheck. Yeah. And he hadn't paid, you know, so, but I think I didn't watch the end of the episode because it was getting on my nerves, but I think, um, at the end, like buddy does cash a check and it's all, it's yeah, all positive at the end of it. I'm yeah. glad that I wasn't the only one that got sick of the episode and didn't really watch the end. <laughs> oh yeah. I quit like eight minutes left on it. I was like, yeah, Same. Just, we're done. <laughs> we get all it. Right. Everything's fine now. Cool. Cool. There's a lot of bits in this episode. If you want to hear more hits, like I feel like a George man, let us know, um, and we'll get to it. Honestly, how do you feel about this one? I feel great. I feel like uh, I feel like um, like Donald Trump after he won the presidential election. So, like, you didn't accomplish anything significant. Y- y- <laughs> right. Like, and I was unsure and unprepared for what comes next. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Austin Does Jokes. Did you finally change your Twitter to Austin Does Jokes? Yeah. Good. Why didn't you do it before? What were you worried about? I don't want people following me on Twitter. I don't tweet anything. It doesn't. What's the point of following me on Twitter? I don't. I don't keep up with it. I don't either. But I tweet the show. I just get on there to look at funny jokes that Mike Falzone says and all of Rivers Cuomo's cheeky tweets. That's all I care He's about. He's a real cheeky tweet, that boy. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can follow me at Shana's Rad on all forms of social media. I don't stand behind this one. This one sucks. Write a bad review on iTunes. Don't write a bad review. But rate it five stars, but write something really mean. Yeah, rate it five stars and then just dunk on us for four <laughs> or five paragraphs, please. Can, can someone actually do that? Because I think it'd be really funny. Uh, I think we're going to take a break on reading uh, reviews because we were reading two at a time and we don't have that many, so we'll read one next week, just one. Uh, but how about you send some reviews in, guys? Yeah, and then we can read more and we can say your name here on the Popcacks. Or make up a name. Yeah, give a good fake name. What's your favorite fake name? Steve Brandstetter. I love Seymour Butts is my favorite <laughs> one. <laughs> There's an episode of The Simpsons where Bart's babysitter comes and he has a crush on her. And then Bart's babysitter's boyfriend comes over and 
he keeps calling Moe's and giving fake names. And Moe's like, is there Amanda Hug and Kiss here? I'm looking, I'm looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> Just like dumb That's stuff. That's a classic bit on The Simpsons. But what I was trying to say um, is, so the joke that they use in Heavyweights, they overdubbed it. And they used the Seymour Butts joke. And he's like, who's Peter Fitz? Peter Fitz? Is there a Peter Fitz in the room? And then the kid who plays Goldberg in The Mighty Duck says, anyone's Peter Fitz if you push hard enough. And that would have gotten it a PG-13 rating. So they changed it to Seymour Butts in post. (laughs) And I think I just gave us a PG-13 rating with that. Yeah, well, this has been a fun one. This has been definitely an hour of content. <laughs> this has been an hour. Uh, hope you had a good week. We love you. We appreciate you. Follow us on Twitter at Kitchen Nice Boys. Follow us on SoundCloud at Kitchen Nice Boys. Guys, Please. we want to hear from you. Yes. Tweet tweet at us. Talk to us. Tell us about your freaking week, you idiots. Tell us what you like. Quote your favorite bits on Twitter. Yeah. Tell I retweet us, all of them because I'm real conceited. As of right now, we're going to retweet everything. So just tweet at us. Tweet at us. Get a follow from us about it. Yeah. So uh, like, please rate and subscribe on iTunes once again. That helps us out so, so, so much. And if you rate and subscribe on iTunes, that gives us close, uh, gets us closer to getting like stuff to you guys, like and Patreon if, and, and merch and stuff like that. If you guys are good at Reddit, like share us on Reddit. I don't know how yeah, it really works. We don't know how I don't know. We don't know the Reddit, so if you got Reddit and you like us, and you feel like it, and you know, and it's being impressed on your spirit, then just help us out on Reddit. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. <sighs> Sorry about the cuss in episode two. Whee!